This is the Ag Queen Podcast. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Here's your host, Lori Boyer. Before we get started on the podcast interview today, the show is being brought to you by Zyway Brand Fungicides from FMC. Thank you for joining us, everyone, here on the podcast today. I am joined by Brent Kemp for our discussion. He is the President and Chief Executive Officer of Ag Gateway, and we are going to learn more about him and learn more about Ag Gateway. And I've been doing farm broadcasting for a long time, Brent, and I am not real familiar with your organization. So as I saw it come across my desk or my email, it's been long enough now, I don't remember exactly where I saw it, it really intrigued me. And so I want to do interview you and I reached out and and we got set up on this interview today so we could talk more about what you do in the agriculture space. Before we do though, let's get to know you a little bit more. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Absolutely. Thanks, Lori. So I have been in agriculture uh, about 25 years now. Um, I started my career at Southern States Cooperative right out of college. I have a a bachelor's degree from William & Mary, and I was all set to become the most educated substitute teacher on the planet. Found myself in an internship with, with Southern States, and it turned into something I didn't expect, almost 20 years in agriculture, really because no day was the same. The organization is a Farmers Cooperative here in the Mid-Atlantic. Some of your audience may know Southern states, but we had a finger in just about everything from lawn and garden and companion animal to energy to agronomy. Uh, We had a grain division, a feed division when I was there. Uh, Just no day was the same. And it it was great to have new problems to solve and new people to help. Um, just a, a wonderful industry. I started really in the, the technology side of the organization and particular group that I was a part of stretched into more business analysis and business support. And from there, I became a, a volunteer with an organization called Rapid. It was a, a crop protection data standards organization working on interoperability between basic manufacturers and the, the distribution and retail chain for supply chain business improvement, data flow, and that kind of thing. And uh, that uh, that rapid organization kind of folded into what is now Ag Gateway. And seven years ago, seven and a half years ago, uh, staff position came open on Ag Gateway side of things. Uh, I was fortunate enough to come on board as a staffer. The rest, as they say, is history. More with Brent Kev of Ag Gateway right after this. Go long for season-long foliar disease protection that starts at plant. Only Zyway brand fungicides from FMC provide season-long foliar disease protection from the start. Active ingredient flutriafol moves through your corn plants as they grow for inside-out protection from roots to tassel. Growers and retailers are sharing their Zyway brand fungicide success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. Now tell us about... Ag Gateway now. What is your organization? What do you do? This is the part I love. I I love talking about the organization and our members. And I'll say straight up, Ag Gateway is a not-for-profit 
Industry Trade Association. We're a 501c6 in the in the nonprofit world. We are what is known as a convener. We bring like-minded organizations together who, who want to solve business problems. And generally, the solution involves data, data interoperability, data standards, and the, the, the resources and relationships that make those things work. We're a global organization. So although we have our roots in North America, we have groups working in Europe, we have groups working in Brazil, we have very interested parties in Japan and New Zealand, um, and we, we cover the gamut of, of agriculture segments and, and standards and resources related to them. So we have work that is crop protection specific. We have work that is seed specific. We have a, a group of ag retailers who are working to, uh, to connect uh, data up and down the supply chain. And, and we also have field operations specific working groups. Um, all of this is, is really geared towards making data seamless. My predecessor in, in this role liked to talk about the pipes in agriculture that if we're successful, we're going to have data flowing like water. And the value of, of water is not the plumbing. It's you turn on the tap and you cook with it, you bathe with it, you wash the car, you know, you do something with that. And if we're successful in what Ag Gateway is all about, you're going to turn on a tap and the supply chain data that's come from the manufacturer, whether it's the, the ag inputs into the field or the, the sales data or the delivery data um, is going to go into the equipment that's in the field, that's planting, that's harvesting, that's applying. It's going to go through that into the, the farmer's system and then beyond the farm gate, you know, where as an industry, we're being tasked with more and more uh, challenges for sustainability, for interoperability, for, for uh, managing our environmental footprint. And all of that has to, to go towards being sustainable businesses as much as, as sustainable organization or sustainable, sustainable individuals, farmers uh, with, with carbon and things like that. If we, if we can't be profitable, then, then we're not going to be sustainable from a, an environmental perspective either. So in order to solve all of those challenges, you need data. You, you need clean data. You need accurate data. You need timely data. And that's what Ag Gateway is all about, is helping people get to it, figure out what it is. Brent, the first question, I got a couple of questions, but the first one that comes to my mind, is there any proprietary issues, confidentiality issues with having this flow of data? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we don't, uh, from an Ag Gateway perspective, the the data ownership is definitely a question, but it's not one that we deal with directly. What Ag Gateway is all about is developing interoperable open standards for defining, exchanging, and uh, in some cases, uh, transforming data. But what an organization chooses to do with that, how they choose to to open it up and how they choose to to use that is really a behind the firewall kind of activity. We are very careful, again, because we're a convener, we're bringing together peers and competitors. Uh, we're very careful to operate in a transparent and antitrust compliant environment. So 
So like-minded organizations sign up to, to become an Ag Gateway member, and they agree that there are certain scope of, of space for discussions. Um, and there are things that we don't talk about. We don't talk about pricing. We don't talk about products and 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 anything that would would end up in a, an antitrust concern. Where we do uh, talk and, and where it is legitimate to talk is how do we define things like fields as a concept? How do we define product attribute data? How do we share that? Um, and how do we, in cases where we agree there's a proprietary format, um, how do we agree we're going to, to talk about that propri proprietary data format uh, in such a way that it's consumable by others? Some people, uh, some organizations say, we'll work with you this far, but beyond this, that, that's our, our secret sauce, that's our secret space, and that's fine. Uh, to, to the extent that uh, an organization is willing to, to collaborate on data interoperability, we're, we're here to support that discussion. As members of Ag Gateway, do entities, well, I guess, number one, is it entities or is it individuals that are members? And then the second part where I was headed with that is, are members allowed to input and get information both? Is that how the information is developed? Yeah, so great questions. Um, Ag Gateway members are organizations. Um, member companies join. We, we have allowances for individuals who are not employed by a, an organization that would other, otherwise be eligible to be a member. Uh, but there are relatively few uh, of those folks in our membership. By and large, when we talk about members, we're talking about member companies. Individual volunteers, come from those member organizations to become part of working groups, committees, things like that. And then the, the intellectual property that's developed, uh, contributed, if you will, by those individuals and, and on behalf of their organization becomes the data standard. Once that, that standard, the supporting guidelines, uh, any other resources that are developed within the organization um, are published, then that becomes available for, for any member to make use of. And in some cases, we make, we make the resources publicly available as well. Um, we, we, for example, worked uh, six or seven years ago to develop ADAPT, the, the Ag Data Application Programming Toolkit. It's a data transformation tool to enable equipment manufacturers to, to take proprietary data formats and output it to a, a common standard. Or in the case of, of an FMIS, for example, take data from that format or that common format and consume it into their FMIS. Um, you know, that's that's publicly available. We've recently hit 175,000 downloads for the various components of ADAPT. So we know it's out there, it's being used, and we're, we're pretty confident that not everybody who's using it is, is an Ag Gateway member, and that's fine. You know, to the extent that that, that data format is being used to, to benefit the industry, to benefit farmers, um, and, and to, to make the promise of interoperable data work, we're all for that. What does FMIS mean? I'm sorry, Farm Management Inf Information System. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what kinds of data are we talking about then? Can you be a little bit more specific on that? Absolutely. The, the kind of data that we deal with is, number one, not bounded. It, we're a, a member-based organization, so whatever a member has a, a particular pain point with, uh, they bring it to the table, we'll, we'll discuss it. But we have standards and guidelines that deal with supply chain data. Um, so orders, invoices, shipping documents, uh, sales reporting, inventory management, that kind of thing. We also have you know, standards and guidelines and, and use case documents that define field operations from planting to application to harvesting, um, work orders, work records. And, and then we have things that kind of bridge that gap, right? So we recently rolled out a, a project and, and a pilot deliverable for what we call the infield product ID. And in this case, it's taking the purchased seed uh, that a, a grower purchases from a retailer, taking that lot information, the product information, um, the, the various identifiers and things like that, and making that available to the planter at the time that the product goes into the ground. So we're literally taking the, the seed that shows up in the bag, goes into the planter, then goes into the ground, and that's a, a basic building block you know, for the, the provenance of the ultimate crop that's harvested. Uh, next phases of that would be crop protection chemicals that are being applied, fertilizer that's being applied, and again, being able to track that back to the, the retail transaction. So those are just some of the, the kinds of things that we're talking about. And I appreciate the examples. That's very helpful to kind of follow and kind of put the pieces together that you're talking about. Carbon markets are in the news and something I talk about and write about a lot lately. How does mm -hmm. Ag Gateway fit into that piece of, of the agriculture realm? Yeah, so Ag Gateway, uh, the work that we do, I think, has application less for the, the programs and the, uh, the various markets themselves and more about the kind of information that's going to be foundational to making those work. Right. So we've defined uh, a lot of the foundational components that this is the kind of data that a sensor can pick up. And this is the format in which it'll pick it up. And this is the format in which it'll be stored. Uh, same for, uh, uh, for, for some soil testing. We've got some soil testing work um, that's gone on. We, we've also defined these are the kinds of, of data buckets that uh, that a particular work activity in the field would uh, would collect and and would capture and would generate as part of the the activity, for example. So I think that that what Ag Gateway can contribute there is to be able to outline here's what here's what you can reasonably expect data to look like that feed into those programs. Um, here's what equipment can generate. Here's what uh, a, a farm management system should be able to to record and store and reasonably be able to access. When one of your members wants to access data or get data, how does mm -hmm. it get streamlined into current things? Can they automatically download it? Does it work into current 
banking situations, farm service <laughs> agency, paperwork, things like that? Is it easy to get it streamlined into where they need it? Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we often get the, the request for the easy button. Um, before I answer that question, what I should say right up front is that Ag Gateway is not a data service. We don't store or process uh, any information. Okay. Um, what we, <laughs> uh, I was having a conversation with somebody uh, earlier in the week, and and it's almost like we're not the we're not the company that makes the product to borrow from one of our members. You know, Taglines from a, not so long ago, we make that product better. Uh, <laughs> by by which I mean we make the the quality of the information better because our members come together and they say this is how we're going to define. Uh, particular particular pieces of a, a purchase order or an invoice or things like that. Once an organization has built the the components to either consume or transmit um, those particular messages, it's very easy to add on the next connection. There is an investment cost um, in terms of resources, in terms of programming development, and things like that, to, to make that initial connection between a, a data standard and a backend system work. But once that piece is done, adding the next connection should really be a flip of the switch. Okay. About how many members do you have right now? We are just shy of 200 members, and our membership ranges from global. Uh, seed and chemical manufacturers, fertilizer manufacturers, to regional distribution organizations, uh, retail cooperatives of various sizes, and uh, and software developers. Um, uh, again, uh, might be a, a large system integrator or or service provider. Might be a, a small one or two person shop who's who's building a plugin for Adapt. Okay. We also have relationships with institutions of higher learning, um, with other trade associations, with uh, with government agencies at federal and state levels. So anyone who's interested, uh, we generally have a, an opportunity to, to get them involved. Brent, what else about Ag Gateway that I haven't asked about that would be good to point out or talk about? I think that the thing that's most unique about Ag Gateway, my wife is going to hit me for saying most unique. If it's unique, it's unique, right? Uh, <laughs> but I think the I think the thing that's most impressive about Ag Gateway is its historic ability to bring people in to develop trust between parties and to develop work that then gets implemented. So many, so many times um, a data standards organization or a standards organization of, of any sort develops work and then it kind of sits on a shelf. And what I, what I find amazing is that not only do member companies and, and the volunteers who bring their passion and their experience to the table develop these standards, but then they take them back to the office and they implement them. And they don't just implement them within their own organization. They go out and actively look for other people to, to make this work with. Because at the end of the day, once they flip that switch, they're seeing savings in terms of time, in terms of the, the rework that comes with 
manual processes. They're, they're just not, um, they're just not eliminating a, a manual process. They're eliminating the errors that come with it. Um, or they're only working the exceptions. All of the good stuff is going through. Um, in the case of field operations, you know, it, it may be that they don't have the, the level of programming that they used to and, and data manipulation that they used to to get um, planting information off of a, an implement. And it's just great to see. It's, it's magical. <laughs> it may be not magical, but it is impressive to, to see the industry coming together and, and saying, we need to be more efficient. We need to be more effective. The, the volume of data is not getting smaller. The needs of the industry to support carbon markets, sustainability programs, traceability programs, um, and, and just to, to manage costs and, and understand the, the organization, um, that's not getting any, any less. So the ability to, to do this in a standard way, uh, I think is really just a, a benefit of what comes from participating in Ag Gateway. I do have one more question that I thought of while you were talking, Brent. How hard or challenging is it to keep this data updated and relevant, to keep it new? So with, as you mentioned, it's coming in all the time in all different facets from all different kinds of organizations. So that seems mm -hmm. to me like it would be a challenge. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. What we've seen is where we started, you know, in, in 2005 and in some cases before that, um, the, the kind of information that's being generated, the kind of information that's being requested is, is different just over that course of, of life. And, and I'm sure that pace of change is going to expand. So the, the whole business of change management within standards is baked into the, the processes that we have. We, we have groups that manage requests coming in to, to add data elements, to change the formats, to expand uh, structures and, and things like that, to, to respond really to business changes and, and business needs. Um, and the, the turn process is relatively quick. Uh, I think I, I saw recently we had a, a fertilizer uh, message that, that needed to be changed and from request to publication was, was really pretty, uh, pretty quick. So we're able to, to respond to that, and we do have ways of managing it. Brent, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Lori. I, I know that, that data can sometimes be a, a pretty arcane subject. You know, there's, there's always that temptation for, for people to think of us in the IT space as wearing black cloaks and burning <laughs> candles in the basement or something like that. But at the end of the day, we're, we're trying to solve business problems. And we're trying to do it in a way that, that respects information is part of it. And, and you're not going to be able to, to solve those, IT, those business problems without IT. If people want more information, the website here is aggateway.org. I want to thank my guests for joining me. Brent Kemp, he is the president and chief executive officer of Ag Gateway. Thank you, Lori. It's been a real pleasure today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It changes everything. So says Indiana corn grower Nathan Davis about innovative Zyway LFR fungicide from FMC.
Zyway brand fungicides are the first and only at-plant corn fungicides to provide unprecedented, season-long, inside-out foliar disease protection. Discover more grower and retailer success stories at zyway.ag.fmc.com. Always read and follow all label directions. I want to thank my guests for joining me on the show here today, President and Chief Executive Officer of Ag Gateway, Brent Kempf. That wraps up today's interview. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Ag Queen Podcast with your host, Lori Boyer.